Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bobby Belt joining us in Studio Cowboys Insider. He sent us the group message from Adam Schefter that Mike McCarthy is returning. The headline on ESPN right now is same old Cowboys. Bobby, your immediate reaction last night, and how are you feeling this morning? Same old Cowboys indeed, and that's a 12-win team. That's better than uh, two-thirds of your game. You don't know what you're talking about, Randy Galloway. Cowboys won more than they lost by a considerable amount this year. This is an exciting football team. It's an exciting time. You kidding me? Who's been better than them the last three years? This is great news. Who's got it better than us? Who? Nobody. Nobody. It's a great, great time. Uh, what it is, Sean, is I've resigned myself to the fact that this football team won't win next year. So, okay. Well, win what? Yeah. They'll uh, win. They'll win plenty of games. No, I think when we talk about win, we're talking about win. I, I mean, look, it's it's very possible they are a five-in, five-out team. And, like, I mean, that, I'll hold on to that all offseason. I have. Well, we know that they're not going to win the NFC East based yeah. on history. Right. 20 know, years running. I Look, with absolute certainty, I know that if they go in the playoffs next year against – Green Bay or San Francisco or Detroit or whoever one of the new five-in teams is or the Rams, whoever they go up against in the playoffs, they will pee down their leg because they're being prepared by the same guy who makes them do it every single time, and it'll be a collapse. And Jerry will talk about how heartbroken he is and how uh, he thought this was their greatest opportunity. And Dak will say, uh, we damn sure know the standard, and and, and we haven't lived up to it. And, yeah, it's disappointing. And uh, McCarthy will tell us how it's just like anything, and he'll tell us whatever his stupid F and Latin phrases for the year this year and how he really felt like they embraced that. And at the end of the day, we'll all sit there and go, okay, what now? And we'll figure it out from there. Here's the statement from Jerry Jones that he released on DallasCowboys.com. I believe this team is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals mm. and the best step forward for us and stop and start me whenever you want. And I believe the best step forward for us will be with Mike McCarthy as our head coach. This is, there is great benefit to continuing the team's progress under Mike's leadership as our head coach. Specifically, there are many layers of success that have occurred this season as a result of Mike's approach to leading the team, both with individual players and with our team collectively. Mike has the highest regular season winning percentage of any head coach in Cowboys history. Stop. I don't care. He does. I don't care. That's not what he was brought in for. Well. You brought him in to be different than Garrett in January. He is. And he's the same oh, well, freaking coach. Well, he actually gets actually, to January. Actually, no, I, I, I apologize. I apologize. That is an offensive comparison because Jason Seems didn't quit in the postseason. They didn't just piss down their leg. Repeat it. I probably can't say that. But they didn't, just, they didn't just fall apart. 
They didn't quit. They weren't completely unprepared. For everything you want to say about Jason's preparation for this and that, they didn't walk in there just like completely scared of opponents when they would play them. But again, they do that I, consistently I, I here you, against good teams. I think you think that they they quit going into that game. They quit. No, they quit within five minutes of the game. They went into the game terrified of their opponent. That's what happened. That that to me is on the players. Really, all fifty three of them. If the, all the ones 53 matter, people react the same way and have the same approach to the game, that's the guy preparing I, them. I, I don't think the whole all 53 quit. I think I don't I'm sorry, I don't think all all 53 quit eventually, but I don't think all 53 were scared. I think one guy was scared. One guy. That, the, that, the main that, guy was scared. That's when the entire defense just completely falls well, apart. The defense got that's, beat by a good quarterback. That's when guys don't want to go over the middle the of the field. The defense got that's beat when, by a first round draft pick at quarterback. That's what happened. The defense got beat by that. That's the problem with defense. Defense is not stable. We know this. So it's def- been stable for three years. Other than it hasn't in been January. not not against great quarterbacks, and that's the problem. Great quarterbacks don't allow defenses. Then to blow do out what the defensive coordinator too. Blow out all of them. I mean, I'm fine with that. Blow them all out. My, you know, like he, but, but, he's, but he's we, been we worry better about, than Jason. But he's, we worry about the, no. He hasn't. Not in January. He has not. That's what he was brought in here to be different for. Jerry continues, we will dedicate ourselves in partnership with Mike to translating that into reaching our postseason goals. Certainly, Mike's career has demonstrated postseason success at a high level, and we have great confidence that can continue further. Our loss on Sunday is shared by everyone here, not just uh, Coach McCarthy, our players, our coaches, front office, myself. There is accountability for our results. I am accountable for our results. Stop! BS. Horse crap. Absolute garbage. You just proved there's zero accountability. What are you going to do? Dan Quinn is going to walk, not from your decision. He's going to go get promoted to be a head coach in Seattle or somewhere else, and you will spin that as major change. You don't think it's major change? We lost our defensive coordinator. Yeah, but that wasn't you doing it. That wasn't you ending the relationship. That's her walking out on you. There's accountability for our results. I am accountable for our results. You're definitely not accountable for the results. That's for damn sure. That's the sentences. Those are the sentences that tick me off the most from this whole thing. Jerry continues. The lens we use to view and evaluate Coach McCarthy is holistic. Help. The hell does that mean? Please help me. Tor Ekman? <laughs> what is that? They're, they're drinking cramp bark? And rose, rose hips and bioflavonoids when they, before the game? While we're all disappointed with the result and with our playoff record, I am 100% supportive of him as our head coach and ability to reach our goals. We'll start our process of review and decision-making regarding everything that impacts our team and roster. And while we're not going to address specific players and extensions or free agents at this point, it deserves our deepest review and consideration, and it will get it. That is my serious way to end my statement as the owner and general manager. You better damn sure be 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 confident that after we finish that when we're done that fourth my tie on the yacht, okay? When when we when we reach back into port, when we when we dock, we're going to sit there and look at this roster and we're going to review it seriously. Get, Settle down just a little bit. Get out of here. Get out of here. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com, text line. There is no genuine, authentic commitment to fixing the things that are wrong. If they, if they have a plan in place, if they've got a five-year plan, it's going to be a five-year plan. I think Jerry. And- I think Jerry's plan got blown up. I think he. I think he went into the postseason and said, all we need to do is get past round one. 
if we lose to the Lions slightly, we can justify it. If we lose to San Francisco, we can certainly justify it. I think the Green Bay game was obviously his worst nightmare in terms of justifying what he was thinking all along in bringing Mike back. This was the hardest thing he had to swallow, was figuring out how to explain that McCarthy was going to return. Because I think in his mind, and that's a, that's a, that's a terrible way to think, how, 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 how can we justify it? How can we sell it? And you can do it, arguably. It would have been tough in the second round, but that regular season Detroit game may have given them a little bit of a pass. It was a, call, it was a coin flip. It was a toss-up, just like that. That, unfortunately, is how my brain has been reprogrammed to think about Jerry Jones not doing whatever it takes to actually get a Super Bowl. It's how can we justify whatever to keep you spending money, keep you watching, and to keep my head coach here with the status quo. That, that's, that, that, that is a terrible feeling. That's a terrible feeling that I have just in terms of I just don't believe Jerry when he said I would do anything. He was never going to pay Belichick. No, he wasn't. He doesn't. He doesn't pay never. coaches that salary. And, and I don't even think he's willing to pay. He was never going to pay the final year for Mike's, Mike's deal. No, he wasn't going to pay somebody to sit on a beach. He wasn't going to do that. He'll pay. Pay. He'll pay players to do that. But I mean, look, they just operate their organization a little and bit that's different. That's cheap. That's uh, cheap. Yeah, it, it, it is. Um, they they just operate their organization a little bit differently than a lot of other. They, they wait. Uh, Most organizations fire on Monday. They wait to make a decision on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday the next week. They most organizations uh, will will give a quarterback a an extension uh, early. They wait to the final year. Like that's just the way they do it. That's the way they do things. Here. And most organizations have been to the conference title game in the last thirty years. So the way they do things is wrong and diseased and broken, and they don't care. Most organizations. That's right. But most organizations also. Uh, will 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 actually spend a first round draft pick on a quarterback, and there are two that haven't in the last thirty years. Us, the Saints. Yeah, and uh, like I mean, also like the Patriots didn't use one for twenty years. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's a, that's irrelevant. Yeah, for twenty years they had Tom. Like you know, like that's right. Who was were. not a first round pick? Like that's no, the whole but, idea. Like this idea. No, 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 no. You want to luck no, into but it? but you cannot commit to the idea of what the original draft valuation was. Chop. We get new information over the course of eight okay. freaking years. Go, then, then fine. Then try to hit lightning in a bottle. Like that's what do you mean? Try they already have. No, well, they have. So you said it. he was elite this year. They they they're in they, they're in quarterback purgatory. They have been. He was elite this year, right? Yeah, and he okay. won't be next year. Well, okay, but that's a projection. That's it's, not the reality of where we are. It says the, reality. the reality of where we are is he is elite this year, and he changed and he played differently. So going yeah, forward, so don't play that yours, is an, yours is an assumption. There, no, it does, no, it's not an assumption. It's, it's fact. It's, it's not fact either. It's a. It's a historical reference on his entire career. If he had been, a, if you're elite, you're generally elite by like year two or three. If you're elite, elite. I mean, like you're, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Year Peyton one, Manning, two, and four, they, he was top four in the NFL and QBR. Okay, and he's been in, but he's been inconsistent. Elite stays there. Elite doesn't 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 go up. And I down. thought it was like year seven, eight, nine until and it, it fully clicks. That's when it fully clicks. But if you're elite, you show that you're elite really early. Okay, there's a reason why. The only quarterbacks in the history of the sport that make their first Super Bowl with their original team after their rookie contract are like Manning and Ryan. Like that's it. If you don't make it by then, you you history shows you just don't make it in the salary cap era. Now whether that's um what do they call it um uh, confirmation bias or whatever, you know that that that's 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 for a different argument. 
If you want to make an argument for Mike Stein, the simple argument is, question, did Dak have his best year under him? Yes. Okay. Second part of that question. Does Dak have to have, does, does he have to be at that level to win a Super Bowl? Um, I don't. More, I, more often than not. More often than not, yes. Okay. So if that's the case, if he has to be at that level. Yeah. And the only guy he's done that level with is this guy. Yeah. That's that's the reason. I, I agree with you. Now, now I don't necessarily think bringing him back was the right call. I, I could make an argument that it was. Yeah. I don't. I, I can make an argument that it was the wrong decision. But like, if if he had his best year under him, and him having his best year and playing at an elite level is the easiest way to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Then this is a no brainer. How did the first five weeks look? The first five weeks. How did, did the first? Yeah. How did that? Oh look? no! Yeah, but they, they changed. They changed. That's that's their they credit. They changed to what? And but that's that, to his that, credit. That's a more wide open. That's to Mike's credit. Why is it credit? Why is why, it credit? Because, why is it credit? Why is it credit to wreck it for five because weeks? Humans are and not go perfect. Go back Bobby, to what people told you they didn't want to do. Humans are not perfect. That's why. So you're calling Dak Prescott, and I'm on your side with this, but I do have to try to be balanced. You're calling Dak Prescott a liar when he stands up there and says, "I'm calling him a he, politician." Okay. So you think right now today if I hook up Dak to a lie detector and I said, who would you rather have running the offense, Mike or Kellen, that he would say Kellen? I think he'd say myself. And I think McCarthy ultimately got out of the way for 12 weeks. And so he's like, cool, get out of my way. Let me run the offense. I I, I agree. I think a quarterback running the offense is the right way to go. So that's not Mike. But Mike did say to us in in training camp that that is the goal, to give the offense offense over to Dak. The goal was he didn't trust his quarterback, and he was trying to completely limit him and handcuff him. We talked about how he had kid gloves okay, on. That yeah. was Mike's goal, and he had to. It was he does not get credit for cover your ass moves in self preservation. He gets credit for adapting. I think you get credit for that when you make a hire, and you know whether that hire works or not. You get credit if the hire works. If you're a CEO and you hire somebody underneath you, and that person takes your stock from X to X. You get credit for that. Can you uh, can you text Justin how to get my phone? I just sent you the info. I already did. You already, yeah, to already, him. Already, I, yeah, I, I changed it already, up. Already I woke up my wife. She's not very happy with me. Uh, I was leaving on the front porch. I need to get my cell phone. My headspace is just in a fog. I'm not here properly. And this is off to an interesting start. Jay Hood, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. It's going to be sitting on the front doorstep. My wife is waiting up for the gate code. <sighs> All right. Let's turn it over to the calls. <laughs> They're all lined up. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Your reaction to Mike McCarthy returning to he- be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I can't even say it correctly. Your phone calls with Sean, RJ, and Roberto next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As I tweeted uh, last night when Atolo asked me what the show rundown is going to be, uh, yelling, confusion, depression, phone calls, sadness, anger, phone calls, yelling, Arguing, phone calls, Babe Laufenberg, 840, Patrick Walker, 920. And then acceptance at 940. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was some of your best work. I was, I was proud of you on that one. Got a tweet from Spieth Island already, who we know very, very well. He got a phone notification. Based on your headphone usage over the last seven days, you've exceeded the recommended limit for audio exposure. That was after Bobby erupted to start off the 6 o'clock segment and says volume should be turned down. So that was the uh, phone notice from Spieth Island. Uh, you know, Bossman Spittle said the same thing to me before. Your volume should be turned down. Just uh, you're, you're coming through a little too strong. A little hot. A little hot. I might just eat the bomb sauce today. Just get it over with. Mm. No, I was thinking that. about that 720. We do the bomb sauce. That'd be great. I don't know. I'm just like, maybe just get it over with. I don't know. Versus tomorrow yeah. after losing the Eagles bet. Let's hear from the Tolos. Jason in Rockwall, your reaction to Mike McCarthy coming back next year. Good morning, boys. Thank you for taking my call. I just have to ask, what are we doing here? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. God forbid that somebody comes in and causes some waves in Jerry's little pool of entitlement he's got up there. So he's going to keep Mike McCarthy... And when he's got the perfect head coaching candidate out there to come in and change the culture of entitlement and hand-holding and non-accountability on this football team, I'm not talking about Belichick. I'm not talking about Harbaugh. Mike Grable is the perfect person to come in there and change the culture of this team. But Jerry don't want that. Jerry wants to make money. Jerry wants to see a full stadium. He don't care if there's 30 or 40% of the opposing team's fans in the stadium. He don't care as long as he looks up there and sees a full stadium and he's making money. Jerry, the fans are sick of this, man. We're tired. It's been 28 years. We are sick of the same thing. Do something about this because you expect us to stay loyal, keep watching, keep showing up, keep wearing our gear, and you disappoint us year after year after year. Jerry, we're sick of it, man. Thanks, guys. Out. G-Bag of the Day. You're right. Nominee. Send it on over to the nation. Uh, and, And that's what I worry about as well with us and the fan base, and I was looking up synonyms for apathetic because you know who's laughing the most today is Basic. Basic is <laughs> Basic is looking at all the rest of us, and he's like, one day you guys will get here. I've separated myself from the emotion of it, and he's just going to come in here. I know he's up right now chuckling on his damn Peloton. He's sitting there watching us on YouTube, and he is just giddy, and he is laughing because he made the emotional decision to divorce himself a few years ago. Do you think... 
he's sitting there going like, okay, I get it now. Now I think I get why they think it's funny when I get mad and start screaming. Like I, I bet he's sitting there just like, this makes sense now. I get it. It's funny. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, <laughs> Ray Ray in Dallas. Ray Ray, you're next up on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Yeah, man. Good morning, man. Uh, very mad. Very mad at uh, Jerry Jones for this, man. I'm a, I'm a longtime Cowboy fan, and there's no change, man. There, there, there's this, there's this odd look that Beck has, you know, in the pregame. And I know we're going to lose, man. This dude is gutless, man. We need to get rid of Dak. Mike McCarthy, I'm okay with him staying, all right? He's only been here three years. Give him another four years or whatever. <laughs> Dak's got to go. Dak's got to go, man. He When he comes to the crunch time, man, he folds. He folds like a like a lawn chair, man. We need to get rid of him, get another quarterback, draft a quarterback, get somebody with some, with some nuts in there that's going to perform when it's pressure on him because pressure busts pipes, man, and pressure makes diamonds. Look at Patrick Mahomes. All the pressure, man. He sucked all year. I bet you he gets to, to the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl just because he's Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, real quick, man, I want to give a, a star up. Is that cool? Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. I want to I want to give a star up to Bobby, man. And, and, and right, I've been wanting to cool. do this. Not cool. Not <laughs> cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, look. Well, look, I'm a big, firm believer. If it, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And I've always listened to y'all, man, uh, you, you and uh, RJ. And uh, y'all have always had a great show. Bobby made it good. At first, when he first got here, man, I, I was like, man, I, I don't know about that, man, this guy right here. But he made me a big thing when y'all had that crosstalk with San Francisco. And he stood up for Dallas, man. I, I was like, okay, Bobby. Well, you know, that's who we need quarterback. We need Bobby as quarterback. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, you didn't see me throw out the firehouse. Thanks for the call. And also, did you notice he said uh, – Thank you, Ray Ray. Took us from great to good. Great to good. That's yeah. a downgrade. Yeah. Downgrade. <laughs> you heard that, right? Great to good. Great to good. Great to I good thought that right was going to go sideways, but at first he was – Trash and Dak, and then he's gonna go yeah. and Bobby. I know he, yeah, he, he softened it right. Very there. odd to to like Bobby, but not like Dak. I don't think he could do. I, I didn't know those two existed. We're tied That's together, right. just <laughs> like McCarthy yeah. and Dak. Todd and Indy listening on the Odyssey app. Todd, you are live on the home of the Cowboys. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for taking my call. Uh, I actually live in Dallas. I'm in Indy for business. I'm coming home today, oh, but well. I had had to call had to call in. Hang on, is the uh, basketball court there? Is the basketball court in the airport? <laughs> Yes, it is full, uh, uh, full court basketball court as you walk through. Wow, yes, it is awesome. Thank you for the reporting. But, but yeah, just a little frustrated that the focus is on McCarthy and Dak yeah. when clearly Dan Quinn and the defense is a is a bit of an issue or maybe a little bit more of an issue. I was reading an article on Blogging the Boys this morning mm-hmm. that perfectly highlights the issues with Dan Quinn's defense against Shanahan-type offenses. Yeah. So they played seven games this year against uh, offenses that had uh, that were from the Shanahan tree, and they did poorly against every single one of them. And, of course, Green Bay is, uh, is from that offense tree, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all I got to say. Something yeah. needs to be done uh, with the defense. Have a great flight. Thank you for checking in. Yeah, every offense has a kryptonite. Every defense has a kryptonite. It, now it's just a matter of, is it a big enough kryptonite that you can't ever beat it? Um, Brady destroyed a zone defense. If you play, if you put a zone defense in front of Tom Brady, you you had no chance. No matter who your quarterback was, it was now you probably weren't going to beat him anyway. But that was even more 
of sort of like uh, a, a nail in the coffin. There are certain quarterbacks that struggle against certain defenses. We've seen that throughout history. Manning couldn't beat a 3-4 for a decade. Could figure out how to do it. You have certain offenses that just fit right against the defense that you're trying to put out there, and maybe that's the case. Maybe that's why he doesn't beat any of his assistants. I mean, yeah, defenses and offenses all have their little answer key that yeah. give them problems. For this defense, it's the Shanahan offenses. For this offense, it's the head coach. So, you know, they, well, we're, the we're all crippled by different well, things. Well, the offense, I mean, the, your quarterback did have an MVP-type season. And I, I'm not going to do it right now, but I have a bunch of are we overreacting topics. And one is what he just brought up, uh, the Tolo, about, you know, focusing on the defense, focusing on Dan Quinn. Are we overreacting to one game? Are we overreacting to one game? I'm just going to throw these things out there down the road and sprinkle them in. Um, and if they make some major personnel moves in the offseason, will we feel that much better about it? Can we change this feeling of hopelessness if the personnel changes? I think there's a chance that we we can. I think there's a chance. I don't know. I just, I'm so disappointed and pissed off at Jerry. I, I just really am because, to me, he is, he he's, he, he, it's a strong case that he's just wasting a year. He's wasting a year of his life. He's wasting a year of this talent. He's wasting a year of Dak's prime. And Dan Orlovsky tweeted this, and even Bobby would have to agree, not, ser- not serious about winning a Super Bowl, all talk. And when you hear someone talk as much twice a week on the station about, I'll do this and I'll do that, he exposed himself with this. That's my big major statement about Jerry Jones. He exposed himself by doing this. Because unless you're going to tell me, if Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport are going to tell me he did check in behind the scenes with Belichick's camp, which I think you could report the more I think about it. That's not tampering. He's a free agent. They did check in with Vrabel. They did check in with Harbaugh, and they all said no. That would make me feel better. That would make me feel better if I, you yeah. checked in. I find it hard to believe they didn't. Now, you couldn't obviously bring him in, into the building. Right, because people would have found out about that. Sure. But I, I don't think there's a, a question. I don't even think it's possible that they didn't make a phone call to, to, to Bill or, I mean, whoever. I, I don't think it's possible. Daquan in Virginia listening on the Odyssey app. Daquan, you are live on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Yeah, what's going on, guys? What up? What's up? Carpe Omnia. Hey, not, <laughs> not much. I've had some time to put my emotions to the side. I feel like keeping Mike isn't the worst thing you could do. Three straight twelve and five seasons made the playoffs, but um, <clears throat> but one thing, one thing I know that we Mike didn't expect and we didn't expect was not having a running game at all. Like I think we should have kept Joe Philbin. I think that Mike Solari, dude or whoever he is, is trash. I think we need an actual running back coach. I don't know why we got rid of Skip Pete because it's Jeff Glasgow, whatever his name is, never coached running backs before, and. <clears throat> We all know, like Chop said, you couldn't play zone coverage against Tom Brady, but you can against Dak. Dak struggles the most against that. And I think with a run game, you can't run cover four and cover six all game. I think a run game softens the looks and makes them play more simplistic. So I feel like if we fix the couple things. You don't sound like you've put the emotions to the side. You sound depressed. Oh yeah, I mean I'm depressed, but I'm not angry. Depressed. I'm okay. not angry. I'm not angry. You're apoplectic. 
Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah. And it's apathetic. Apathetic. Uh, apoplectic is the word, too. I just don't know if it applies. Uh, yeah. and, and that's 7.30 there in Virginia, so he's got another hour. He's got an hour. He's not just waking up either. Man. California is the next call. California. California, very bad place. 4.30 a.m. 4.30. So how's Randy going to sound over the McCarthy Randy. news? Randy, you're live on the fan. Oh, my God. Thank you. I cannot understand. Stand some of these people's calls. I want to. I want to tell you right now. I'm so angry that Mike McCarthy came back because one before the season started, he said we're going to run the ball more. Yeah, and he had one of the most worst rushing offenses imaginable. Then we do a Texas Coast offense with the first five weeks of the season was terrible until he took your number one wide receiver to say, "Give me the ball more." Who knew that if you gave the guy to number eighty-eight, that the good things would happen? He's led the league already with this team in penalties, and he's been in the top five in another year and the top ten in the other year. And his time management has been a concern all season long. And I know Bobby is a super Dak lover. Mm-hmm. I got something for you. Mm-hmm. So this season, all the playoff teams that we play, Dak is 1,960 yards passing, 15 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Against the teams that are that they played this season that um, that weren't in the playoffs, He's 2,600 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, and three interceptions, which is immaculate. So please explain that to me. Um, I mean, that's about league average performance against the league's top teams. So that's how. Yeah, you know, two straight calls about the running game. Mike has to be held accountable for that because that was his big, bold statement when he got rid of Kellen. We're going to run the damn football. Look how that turned out. Like, this running game was non-existent. It was a joke. Did they misevaluate Tony Pollard's health? Sounds like it. Uh, was the offensive line a problem? Uh, all I know is the Mike's identity that I agreed with to start the year blew up in their face very quickly, and the running game never got going throughout the season. Yeah, I, I assume that they planned for one thing with the running game and got to camp and were like, oh, no, he's not what the same guy that we, we had before the injury. Pollard. I mean, they, they tried the they first tried. few weeks of the season. He carried the ball like 22, yes. 23 times a game. Like he would, they, they tried. They, that wasn't even camp. It okay. took, it well, took into the season. Then to they should have upgraded it. Sure. Then, and they should have upgraded the linebackers. Sure. I, I need to know whose call it was for Damone Clark, Marquise Bell to be fine. We're, we're sticking with this. Jerry Jones came on this freaking show and said, what are you talking about? Oh, this is like as good as we've ever been a linebacker. They they like they've changed my mind now about the value of linebackers because of their approach and playing safeties there. Whose call was that? Was that Dan Quinn? Was that was Will McClay catch heat for not upgrading that? To be fair, I do think that their plan, their approach was supposed to be it was two guys who ended up getting lost for the season. They planned on well, Vander sure. Vander Esch and Overshone were the starters, and then when they got to the backups, they were trying to go after Leonard. Like I do think that they tried. They just. They got stuck. And now, by the end of the year, I think they believe too much in what they saw. And they're like, oh, we don't need to go scouting around for right. any uh, extra linebackers. Yeah, uh, like, in, you know, like uh, in terms of guys coming up the street, now they could have done something with the trade deadline, but I have to go back because Van Der Esch was hurt before the deadline. So they, they, they could yeah, have got gotten somebody. And we know Overshone was gone in the preseason. And Overshone was gone in the preseason. So they could have gotten somebody at the deadline. Now, I have no idea what the availability was and compensation, yada, yada, yada. After that, then you're going to be scratching the surface of bums looking for guys that are just coming off the street. All right, we've yelled and screamed for an hour. Let's see if Peyton Russell can put us in a little better mood with the payload.
Guys, Dallas is back in the top 10, not for football, obviously. Right. And is it right to kick out the screaming baby in your own business? We discuss that next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, am I hearing this right? The Morning Show is letting Peyton Russell have his own segment? I just don't get it. We've known Peyton for years. He's horrible on the mic. I mean, gathering the foreigners, this is going to be a train wreck. Daddy does work work, and Peyton just does board hopping. Why does Bobby continue to talk in my ear when I'm trying to do live reads? Yep, he just did it again, and that was a bad word he just said. Did you know that he did a live read on the KNC Masterpiece yesterday coming back? No. He's up here. It was like 1022. He said, you know what, Alec, move aside. I'm going to take over and do a live read. He confused everyone. I was I was expecting him to get in trouble for that. How was it? It was uh, great. Terrible, Perfect. Flawless. Terrible. Said unprecedented or something, and it re- re- really, really bad. But, guys, look, I sent you all a text to participate in this segment real quick. So let's hold up our cell phones real quick. Shut up. Did Justin get it? Did he get my cell phone? It will be here in uh, 12 minutes. Wow. That's incredible. Tolo stopping by. People are like, why you always trust this and that? Why you let people come randomly to your house? Because of this. Because I'm about to have my cell phone. So a Tolo just went and just picked up your cell phone. Well, it's not just any Tolo. Oh. oh. Uh, I played tennis with him for years, so I know him. Uh, he brought up uh, the. He went on a golf trip with Choppy yeah. that he won for Gaylord. He brought us all some liquor and gave gave Bobby some fake golf balls. Oh, this yes, is that he did. guy. That's a, yeah, Justin. Oh, I respected that. Tolo Justin. So I know him. Uh, my wife wasn't too thrilled, but I said, uh, "Go find my phone, put it on the front porch." Random Tolo's coming by, but that's why I do it. So, guys, we all have our daily routines, you know, some nightly routines, some daily routines. But I thought of this the other day, and I've been doing it for a couple years now. And I want it's an uncommon routine that I do every night. And I want to see if it relates to y'all or if a Tolo, you know, says the same thing. Or just if you have any uncommon routines that you do that maybe someone else doesn't think of or doesn't do at all. So mine is every night before I go to bed, I will check my wallet for my credit card and debit card. I've done it for a couple years now. (laughs) I've never lost it. It was just one day I decided... Oh, and I, you know, I haven't seen my credit card in a while. Let me just go look for it, and I'll just go check. I'll flip on my flip open my wallet, look, see credit card, debit card. I'm good to go. I'll go to sleep. Really? And, and if I forget, I'll be laying in bed, and I'll go, did I check? And I legit will get out of bed, 
go into my kitchen and check to see if I have my credit and debit card. Wow, something that maybe you should listen to a little bit, given your wallet problems. Yeah, I've lost my wallet three times in the last week. And I don't think I've lost it three times in a year. I don't before. know how that is possible. My I've brother does this. Lost, Dude, and I'm like, I've never done it before. And all of a sudden, I've lost it three times in a week. You lost, wait, you're always losing something important. You lost your keys at the Globe. And then you're losing yeah. your wallet. But like, to lose the same thing three times in one week. And I'm starting to get like really oh, like yeah. it's progressing oh, no. fast. The gray over here, like more so in the last month. Thank you, McCarthy, than it has at any other point. So I'm starting to worry that like I've got. I don't know, a tumor or you're probably like just something. aging. Which is probably, this this th- these hours, these hours do age you. Before mm. bed, I will uh I mean, I'll do the same thing. I put Ollie down and then I'm making sure the lights are on, the mid hallway lights are on, the lights outside are on. I'm uh going to my phone and I got to do the temperature check. I got to put the alarm on and I got to like check my alarms 3 times. I'll like look at yep. my phone mm. Like, when I get off the show today, when I get home, like, my first break, I'll, like, immediately set my alarm for tomorrow morning. And then, out of paranoia, before I go to sleep, I'll go on my cell phone. I'll go to the DFWSecurityAlarm.com app. I'll put the alarm on from there. I'll set the temperature. And I will make sure that the times are set to wake up. Every night. Every night. Every night. Every night. Yeah, I lock the doors, turn the lights off. Because my parents will I, do I, that. They'll go around to every door and every make door. sure that I go to locked. every door. I wish I had that. I go to every door. So does Bobby. <laughs> I do lock the door. I, that is what I'll do. I'll lock the door, and even if I see it's locked, I usually lock it. And then even if I'm sure, I'll walk up. Even if it looks locked, I will literally twist it just to see, like, that is locked, right? Yeah. And then I go to bed. I, I will check every door. I'll, I'll fill up my water uh, with, with the thermostat. And then I, I I'll... Tap Sarah on the shoulder and see if she's down. And if she's not, then I go to bed. We call that a courtesy tap, don't we? It's courtesy tap. Yeah, every night. Every night. And then in the morning, I have to have And I do that too in the morning before I leave. (laughs) And then in the morning, I, except for today, because of the cowboy news, I forgot my cell phone at home. But I got to do, I'm very big about like trying to multitask and like be time efficient. So I'll go out, I'll turn on the, the Keurig. Then I'll go to the bathroom because I'm like, okay, when I get out of the bathroom, it'll be warmed up in time. Then I make the first cup. Then I go brush my teeth. And then I go back and make uh, the second cup. You make two cups in the morning. Two cups. This is two cups. Oh, so you fill it up twice. Okay, I get you. Mm -hmm. You fill it up twice. Yeah. Yeah. This is two cups in here. But I'm trying to be as, like, time efficient as possible. Then if it's, like, mornings like this, I'll go outside, start my car, and then I'll go back in, pack my bag. I always have my cell phone, like, where I keep my keys. And this morning, I just walked out the door. Um, I walked out the door without remembering to grab the phone. And, Bobby, the Tolos are texting a bunch of them, 817-214, saying, bro, get an Apple Wallet AirTag. Get an AirTag, uh, put on your wallet. You want to forget it. But, wait, you don't have the Apple I mean, this iPhone, is, I've, I've so only actually lost it, lost it one time. I couldn't find it. I lost it last Friday. Couldn't find it till Sunday. The other two times, I've just forgotten to take it in the morning. You're either a person who keeps the wallet on you 24-7 or you just leave it, like, sitting around. Like, Mike Bassick always leaves his wallet. I'm like, Mike, stop leaving your wallet around. Someone's going to take it. And Bobby, like, will just have it laying out on the counter. Yeah. Just have it in your pants or, like me, it's always in my backpack. Like my wallet is never on me in here. It's just sitting here in my backpack. I well, leave it like that. To What's be so honest, hard about why do you why do you have to 
leave it in that riggedy rag tag bag yeah, or you do bag. put it in your pocket. Put it in your <laughs> jean pocket. Riggedy rag. I, that's the thing. It was in my jean pocket when I lost the other day. I had left it in my office in Irving. Oh, my office. That, my, that's, my that's office. Because, that's because I was taking a nap on an inflatable oh. mattress in there, and so I took it out of my pocket. You have an that's air mattress right. in your in your office? Uh-huh. That's but they're paying you. That's pretty badass. But they're paying you over there. So, RJ, you said yes, you sir. tapped Don't Sarah on the shoulder to see if she's down. Well, Dallas does it all the time, and that's why they are top <laughs> ten in cities to having open relationships and uh, I'll call it um, three-person hookups. I think here. you can you can probably say threesome. Threesome, yeah. You yeah. know, you, you're 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 getting it on with with multiple people, Menage more than trois. two. Yeah. I and, saw this story a couple weeks ago, and I was. I was impressed. I was blown away. So why would Dallas be? Is it at the top or like in uh, the? They're in the middle of the top ten. So number six in the top ten of U.S. cities that are into open relationships and threesomes. So to stereotype, which I know gets everyone canceled, what would make a city more apt to that? Like why would why would Dallas Fort Worth be alcohol. ranking so high? Alcohol, alcohol. I think is is, is high on the list. Um, you know, I don't know. I think there's an element of like uh, of, of childhood depravity. Depravity. You know, you've been you were like kind of held down by per, by parents' rules. So and, now you want to be held down, actually, by a couple absolutely. people. Absolutely. And then now, now you 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 spread your wings and you want to fly. Just your wings, Bobby. Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> shut up. We all you know get, what I mean? We already get the innuendo. We don't need your obvious. Cherry on top. I think you know if you grew up. If Shut you up, grew, Cherry. If you grew up in a in a very strict. This uh, is gonna hurt. This oh, is a yeah. big ass sharpie. Fire. That's, that's mm-hmm. a huge. Sharpie. That's a huge sharpie. Yeah. It's gonna be right, right through his in, eye. In, yeah. If you grew up in a very strict sort of like, uh, um, like you, you lost you lost your virginity late. I was seventeen. Oh, was it? Maybe he was drinking. <laughs> that's late. I didn't start. I mean, I, I didn't start drinking till late. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, if you grew up in like a very strict traditional household, maybe with like uh, religious values, that you just were not told to do anything, and all of a sudden you get to college, it's like, well, okay. I think you kind of burst out, and and maybe that's what happens. This is this is on Reddit. These are the number of people who are members of these forums. DFW swingers, thirteen thousand. Uh, oh. DFW oh. casual encounters, one hundred seventy thousand. Uh, DFW. GB, really? Yeah, Green Bay fans, six thousand members. <laughs> wow. Uh, DFW gone wild, thirteen thousand. DFW by hmm gone wild, twenty one thousand. So there's plenty of people around DFW that are members of these forums on Reddit. And a lot of these cities, and I have the list of the top ten, so you can go through and guess. You know which cities in the U.S. are in the top ten of uh people to, or people that want to have threesomes or open relationships. And a lot of it's dating apps too. Like I've noticed, dating people using dating apps, it's gone wild. It's increased so much in the last four to five years. Like like you cannot find, sir, you cannot find relationships that aren't like from dating apps. It's, it's all over the place. I totally realize that. You probably can't answer, but if anyone would like to around the room, have you ever? My answer is no. I I I still think about this all the time because I passed it up in uh, like oh four. Oh, uh, was that with like I, the two hour drive away? It was like in Saxy, and I was I was just it was like two a.m. and Saxy. I was just getting home. I was living with my parents in Grapevine. I was just getting home, and back then, driving to Saxy was like one twenty one was not a thing past like great by mills mall it was a stoplight fest i was like i am not making that drive i'm lucky i got home at this point sorry i will like, yeah, it'll happen again never if date, dating apps were the thing dating apps are like the cheat code for that 
That's you know that is like that's a category on there. I don't know if it's a category, but like you know you could like it's easy to like meet a lot of people. Back in the day, it was like I mean you had to. You had, this had to happen by accident for crying out loud. On some dating apps, you can say, like, you know, are, do you want a one-night stand or do you want, like, a long-term relationship? So then they kind of find you with that person. That's awesome. It I makes also, it a lot easier. I also passed it up. I I just, well. uh, yeah, I told Chop and Sarah in Oxnard. I was like, I got to get up early. <laughs> yeah, instead, it was you and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't go for Zach for some reason. Oh, so oh my God. Oh, no. So, so do we want to guess what cities are in the top No, 10? just read them. No? Okay, so we got one New York City, two Los Angeles, three is Houston, three tops of Dallas. Godless place. Four is Chicago, five is RJ's uh, city, Las Vegas. Six being Dallas, seven San Antonio. I was surprised to see San Antonio on the list here. Eight is Muy Phoenix, nine Miami, and ten Philadelphia. When you go to Rio, that's uh, that's like the top ten population cities. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they mean the largest cities in the country. I also wonder if the majority of them are two girls or two guys. It's usually two girls, right? Or three girls. I don't. I don't think. Or three. What? Go ahead. You want to? You want to? You want to? You want to complete that? No, no, no. I, I just I was saying. Usually, you know, it's it's the one guy and the two girls. But like, tell us about it, Dave. I, I don't. You ever had this uh, discussion with uh, uh, KK? Yeah, and we we said no. So uh, we? Yeah, yeah. We said she no. Or she or said you? No. I said no. Yeah, because you really? were jealous. You and Bobby are the jealous oh, ones. Really? Yeah. Wait, you think she? No, I don't. I don't. Wait. You think she would? No, I don't think she would. No, no, I don't think she. Who would. brought it up? Uh, I did. Like as a question, no, because or like, we, we, we've had friends that have been into that stuff, and so I was like, you know, pineapple it, it, uh, and so we brought up, you know, we talked about the them, side? and I was it's like, that's, really something, that's something we would never do, you know, right? Like you wouldn't be into that. She said no. Look how like, he yeah, asked it. So. We'd never do that, right? <laughs> we'd never do that, right? <laughs> you're, you're, that's a she, Mike Fisher question. Yeah, she knows. You know, if I say no, she says no. Wow. Laying it down. You'll see her Saturday. Oh yes, we will. Yeah, we will. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that. Sean, RJ, Roberto, and that is the payload. Proposition. Any message for Alec Medford after that segment? Your tattoos still suck, bro, and you suck at hosting. Sorry. Did Nick Sirianni survive like Mike McCarthy? And how are the Lions going to deal with their game outdoors? (laughs) That's all next on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 